flags, relationship advice, and shameless pugs, it's Pun Intensive. Pun Intensive. We have a very special panel around the table today. We have an expert in urinary effort. Uh, you can tell because it's in her name, Alexandra Petri. Annika, remember her name, something about a bird? Annika Eagle. I'm zeking out right now, Ben Zeke, spouting a ton of puns, Erica Etten. Neither an ant nor an apple, Adam Engel. My cope reducer, a goofy, great, and gregarious guy, Gary Halleck. And me, taking you to Mars, Jupiter, and five other planets, your Gustav host, Aaron Faisal. We're going to start off, as always, with Zinger of the Week. Zinger of the Week! True tales and testaments of the wit and word perpetrated in real life by ours truly. Uh, so let's start off with Gary Halleck, my co-producer, or my co-producer, uh, and also producer emeritus of the O. Henry Punoff. Yes, I was listening to NPR, uh, National Public Radio, as I often do the other day, and they were cutting away to uh, somebody talking about something in Korea, and they said that his name was such and such, and he is our sole correspondent. And I thought, what's the matter? Can't you afford another one? <laughs> I thought it to myself. There was nobody there to receive my zinger. I yelled it at the radio, but they did not respond. Uh, and uh, Washington Post columnist and playwright Alexandra Petri. Oh man! Well, I keep thinking of puns. On the way over to this podcast, I told one to my husband just so I would have one that I'd set in the wild. Okay. Which was like, <laughs> imagine if we had a friend Ted and we needed to like uh, go rock climbing with him, then you'd have to belay Ted so he wouldn't be belated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And teacher and comedian from Seattle, also the host of the podcast, Whitlash, Adam Engel. I've been messing around lately. Well, first off, I like to talk to myself, but uh, <laughs> I've been messing around lately with bilingual puns because as a person who speaks three languages, it's really fun to think in multiple. So hmm. the other day, I, you know, I was flying here and I had a 545 flight out of Seattle and because I couldn't do the Shabbat blessings at home, I was forced to do Kiddush at the bar. Ugh. <laughs> and Ben Zeke, I don't really know how to introduce you. What, is your, what do you consider your title to be? Uh, my title is uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. No. Uh, I, yeah. uh, you should just do a title wave. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's uh, audio. I, so. uh, former Punoff contestant and first-time MC this year at the Punoff, and, and the first-time MC is where the my my zinger of the week comes from actually because I was worried I was worried about ho uh, being one of the hosts of the pun off this year uh because sometimes I come off as a little bit just wooden and boring and wanna and I didn't want to have a Zeke equal MC square. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So we are going to learn a lot more about our guests. We're also going to play some games. In fact, when we come back, we are going to play a game in which our panel will be judging you. Has this ever happened to you? You're in a perfectly uh, great relationship, but eventually realize that your partner's compatibility with you doesn't make high marks. 
Well, we're here to tell you just the perfect things to say. So, for example, uh, I used to date a lawyer, but I left her when I got tired of the daily cross-examinations. But I could have said to her, your breath smells like you've been sucking on a judgment. (laughs) Or I've benched thinking about this a long time. Our amicus was brief. Or even, I'm breaking up with you. Now, here, say what you need to. I could have, but I didn't. But uh, um, uh, if uh, y'all were breaking up with your lawyer, Bo, what might you say? Bo or Boette? Bo. <laughs> lawyer Bo. That's like what you put on the lawyer when you surprise your wife with one outside the house. It's like the lawyer Bo. It's a, okay. No, uh, it's <laughs> so I would say it's not me. It's you since you don't suit up. I, I would say I have to leave because your mother's sisters just hate me and I don't like them, but you defend ants all the time. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. Not only are you a lawyer, but you're a non-Jewish lawyer and the jury's still out <laughs> on whether my mom will appreciate that or approve. Oh, I would say it's not me. It's you. You're a terrible baker, and I hate all the torts you keep giving me. (laughs) Uh, I could have said to her, it's not me. It's you. Uh, Every time we have an argument, it's a trial of tears. Oh, come on. (laughs) Really? All right. (laughs) It's not me. It's you. And honestly, we just were moving too fast too soon. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not me, it's you. You've been smoking so long, your voice sounds just like gavel. <sighs> <sighs> it's, not, it's not me, it's you. Now get off your knees and stop gaveling. Yeah. I, it's, no, that's, that's just a play on words. It's, it's not me, it's you. You need to get off my case. See, that's not a pun. That's yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... You know, it's, it's but it, it it actually is my fault. I have a, a young lady on the side, and I want a retainer. <laughs> no, it's not me. It's you. I w- wish that you would wear boxers instead of all these briefs. You know, it's not me. It's you, because you can never pass a bar. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. I mean, we did meet at a courthouse, but... <laughs> <laughs> no courting there. It's not me. It's you. And I know that you were going to bail if I didn't say anything. It's not me. It's you. I wish you'd work out more, but you never approach the bench. It's not me. It's you because we got married by justice of the peace. But this is what it just is. I get no peace. Uh, so here's the thing. You um, uh, leave this person and, uh, you know, you actually don't even go that much time uh, as a single person. You end up dating an Olympic athlete. Uh, but guess what? That bombs. Uh, so, so how did you break up with that person? I just remembered why I broke up with a lawyer because they lost their appeal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's not me. It's you. I just don't want to meddle with you anymore. Not good. It's not me. It's you. You're an alcoholic. So that shot put it down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not me. It's you. I'm in my right, my right mind. But you saying... Bolt. <laughs> it's it's not me. It's you. But we can still be friends because you're a great David Schwimmer. 
I'm breaking up with Schwimmer because we're not friends anymore. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it, no, uh, no one told me life was going to be this way. <laughs> you know, it's not me, it's you. You hang out with your friend Jacqueline all the time, and all she does is spew profanities. So why don't you go jag with Jackie, join her cursing? <laughs> <laughs> It's not me, it's you. You're too skeezy. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. I could get lochty with a lot of other women. <laughs> it's not me, it's you, Williams. Without you, I'd be a lot Serena, Williams. <laughs> yeah, it's not me, it's you. You just can't handle my chewing tobacco habit because you have to mark spits everywhere I go. <laughs> it's not me, Jim. It's you, Jim Nasty. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's not me, it's, it's you. We have a baby, I play with it all the time. You won't even play peekaboo. Oh, I'm a ski person. Peekaboo Street was a skier. Yeah, yeah Peekaboo Street. Glad, glad one other person got that. Yeah, she had a hospital wing named after the Peekaboo ICU. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me, it's you. Uh, every time we were out at the bar and there were other women, you'd go up and ask her if she wanted a drink and not me. That's that terrible, terrible gymnastics doctor that abused many. She'll get her politics in at the next boyfriend. It's not me. It's you. Uh, you used to be such a good person, but now you've become Jeff Villain. Yeah. Oh, man, it's not me it's you and it's mostly because you abandoned gorbachev on that island yeah michaela maroonie <laughs> it's, it's not me it's you nancy i mean you just don't give a heck anymore what would make nancy care again oh <laughs> it's tanya hot in a stone <laughs> it's not me it's you unfortunately bob's led me astray it's not me it's you but I do remember that great night that we had the, at the Apollo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a beautiful relationship gone wrong, and it's a shame. So when you decided to get back in the game, uh, you wanted to play it safe. Uh, someone that you very unlikely would have any disagreements with, a politician. Well, turns out you guys didn't get along so well after all, uh, and you did end up breaking up with this person. How did you do it? You know, it's, it's not me, it's you, because you're always talking about how nice Robert is, how Robert is so generous. Apparently, Bob doles out the charm. <laughs> I, I broke up with him because he loves to listen to informative talks, so I sent him on a Ted Cruise. <laughs> uh, I broke up with him because he made me case sick. You know, it's not me, it's you, because every time I send you out for KFC, you order it extra, 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 extra crispy, and you always burn the Sanders. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. It turns out that you preferred uh, a lot more females, a, a clit ton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. It's not me, it's you. Oh, bummer. <laughs> uh, like, I, I feel like you've done me so much uh, wrong that I'm going to take this before a case where my peers, and we're going to let the uh, 
you've done all for, for, yeah. how do I set this up yes so um, <laughs> I don't know I, I know uh, my friend said that this isn't, it didn't happen to me but it happened to my friend um, who broke up with somebody but now she's much better she's off with a guy named Jerry yeah she let Jerry Mender <laughs> you know it's not me it's you you embarrassed my best friend in the world Marco so what if he doesn't use deodorant you'd made Marco Rubio <laughs> you know, um, uh, when I had to break up with uh, my politician girlfriend, I told her I was Nixon in this relationship. Mm. Because you couldn't stand Pat. <laughs> <laughs> America can no longer stand Pat, as Nixon always used to say. Um. Uh, oh. it's, uh, it's not me, it's you. I was just too gorgeous for you. Yeah. This was this. I broke up with my girlfriend while she was actually trying to get up to my fourth floor apartment. It's not me. It's you. Now get out of the lobby. Uh, I broke up with you. <laughs> no, it's, 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 <laughs> this is going well. Um, I. It's not me. It's you. Uh, but I will. Like, our polyamorous relationship has ended, Michael, and I'm sad because Michael do cock us. So he's into a mandate, is he? mandate. You know, it's not me, it's you. I met another girl, and you pale in comparison to her. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, it's not me, it's you. You just couldn't pack it in. Political action committee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not me, it's you, because you decided to try to court everyone else in the office. Sorry, who's that? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, uh, no, no. Hey, see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's not me, it's you. You just weren't super packing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not me, it's you. You hate Flip Wilson's character's sports car. You hate Geraldine's Ferrari. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> more Washington specific one uh, it's not me it's you I saw the pictures of you smoking that J in Leeds mm. it's not me it's you I'm leaving you for Simpson because Simpson bowls me over it's uh, it's not me it's you so I'm giving you the boot edge edge <laughs> <laughs> it's not you it's me I have electile response <laughs> <laughs> It's not me, it's you. You've been seeing Ross again, and I know you say that I'm an amateur, I'm, I'm an amateur and Ross pro. <laughs> um, I gotta see if I remember this one. It's not me, it's you. I read about all the stuff that you read on your Blagojevich. <laughs> now, no, oh, it's, so not, wrong. Yeah, it's not me, it's you. You just weren't a wiener. Uh, it's not me, it's you. Uh, I I don't like my Chicago rom-coms. Ah. Yeah, every, uh, you had to read the a manual. Manual, a manual. A yeah. manual come to love. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not me, it's you. From everyone I hear, oh, look who's been Kissinger now. Oh. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. But okay, fine. It's actually, it's actually me a little bit. I'm quoming, I'm quoming. Jeez. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that is the best possible way to end this segment. <laughs> yeah. No Cuomo. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go ahead and take a break, but when we come back, we're going to examine the fun in pun. Stick around. So not unlike last week's episode, we have at the table here people who were at the O. Henry Punoff on May 11th. And so I want to talk a little bit about how that went. Uh, good things, bad things, uh, things that uh, were especially special. Gary, do you want to kick that conversation off? Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience at the 2019 O. Henry Punoff. I had a couple of interesting incidents yet happened to me yesterday. A lot of people assume that I started the Punoff. I got flagged down in the hallway by a woman who says, I have to show you my shorts. <laughs> and she, she pulls back her blouse and she shows me these, this pair of shorts she's wearing and it's made out of little teeny tiny American flags. She says, I made these shorts in honor of you Aww. and your shirt. And I, and I said, what, what, because you, because of there, is there a pun there or what? Are you, no, have you, you've been to coming to the pun off all the time? No, no, I just ran across the pun off on YouTube and I so enjoyed it and I watched it, watched it and watched it and I had to come to Austin and I wanted to wear my American flag shorts and show you. And, well, I'm honored. You know, and she didn't make any puns about them or anything. It's like, yeah. The other, the other fun thing was this, this group of women from, Boston? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Every year. Oh, we need to get our picture taken with you. Oh, all the friends in Boston. Oh, just, that's the worst like, Boston accent I've ever like, heard. God. And I'm wearing a shirt oh, that says Wicked Smack. Oh, you are so smack. wicked. <laughs> and, and, and so they all gather around me and pose, pose for this picture, and they're all wearing the same T-shirt, which is I prefer my puns intended which is a great t-shirt and they had they all had these t-shirts and i said well what is the deal you guys got a friend in the contest or anything like oh no we just we just love the contest and it just like the, and and it just, they're just gushing and, I, and it's like groupies pun off groupies yeah, yeah, yeah. is it really is there really such a thing obviously but, there is oh, yeah but i'm just i'm just constantly overwhelmed by the notion that people can be rabid fans of the pun-off in the way that people are with sports teams <laughs> to travel and spend hundreds, thousands of dollars to come to Austin just to sit there and be in the audience at the pun-off. The funny thing is, <laughs> you know, you and I take puns seriously, uh -huh. which is exactly the way the rest of the world shouldn't, shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't and most of them don't. But everybody in this room, everybody at the event yesterday takes puns uh, more seriously than the average person. They went out of their way to expose themselves to puns to somehow fulfill a need not being met by daily living. And I'm not the easiest person to interview because I don't answer the question that you asked. I answered the question that I wanted you right. to ask. <laughs> well, what was the question? I'll tell you what. Let's see how well Erica does with this one. <laughs> now, I would like to ask Erica some questions. First, first of all, Welcome to Pun Thank Intensive, you. Erica. And, and Thanks. Uh, I know that you that you kind of arrived here in a breathless mode and dove into this thing without having much experience. Uh, we did have you on one of our interview segments, and I'd just like to review briefly. You are from. I split my time between Washington D.C. and New York. Mm -hmm. 
and you're, you're professionally you are a I'm a dating coach. A dating coach. So, so yes, I didn't realize until yesterday someone pointed out to me that every pun monologue I've ever done has to do with not the theme of the puns, but the story I weave the puns around has to do with dating. I had really? no idea. That's funny. Because that, I didn't notice. That's well, just you know, what that's my not brain that unusual. goes to. You know, Jersey's was about diseases. And, yes, but and, also dating. But yep. it was also about dating. And it's, it's a kind of a natural thing self. to do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Erica, this is the second year you've come to the pun-off, correct? Yes, correct. And uh, uh, last year you were on the wait list, uh, but you got in. I got in. This year you got on the list immediately? I did. So tell us about your punniest of show presentation this year. It was maybe my favorite thing I've ever written. Weirdly enough, because like all of us sitting here, I am a strange pun person. I was on vacation a month ago, and I wake up in the middle of the night because I had just had this dream with cow puns in it. And I know that's insane. Like, who am I, right? So I get up, and I take notes on my phone because I'm like, I am brilliant. But then in the morning, you're like, am I really brilliant? But some of them were still pretty good. And that's how I got the idea to do my meat routine because I was like, I could use some of these cow puns. Am I the only one who dreams in puns? Uh, I don't know about that. I, I know. You're, you're the only one in your dreams that dreams in puns. <laughs> or I'm the only one who admits it. I, uh, I will say that, um, uh, and I'm sure this is an experience most people have had, uh, you, you, you wake up in the middle of the night with, you know, you had a, a dream that was just amazing. It's going to make the best mm-hmm. bestseller book. It's going to be sold, you know, uh, uh, and, and you write it down and it's just crap. Right? And you're like, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, but this was not bad. So... So then I started to think about all the meaty words I knew originally and, and tried to weave it into a story. And then, you know, you, you look up other meat words to mm-hmm. add. And then I checked. I mean, I, I, I was really serious about it this year. So I checked. Oh, no, your, your, uh, your, your thing was really meat cute. Yeah. Oh. Is this our meat cute? <laughs> um, so I calculated... You calculated? I calculated. You heard me. I like how y'all are linking these puns together. <laughs> oh, my God. Put, put your money where your mouth is. I've never done that before. <laughs> I'd make fun of you all if I could. Uh, <laughs> seems like we're just in testing okay, you now. Okay, okay, <laughs> Are you calling me a cow word? <laughs> As I was saying. As you were ruminating. Oh, over. my God. I'm oh not sure God. I can stomach this five times. <laughs> Just, all right. We, we all have right. to. We have to celebrate her creation. Don't pan creations. <laughs> so, Erica, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> um, so I wanted to have a really good ratio of puns to words in the whole thing. So I calculated how many words I should have written to keep it within the two-minute time frame, and then how many puns I wanted to have in there to make sure it was really chock full of puns. So I started with seventy. And it was too many because some of them were so close together that they were just missed. So I ended up ultimately, I think, at 60 or 61, which is more than I've ever had before. But it's hard because you have to think to yourself because sometimes what you write, you think, oh, my God, that's the most brilliant thing I've ever done. But if you read it to someone and they don't get it. How brilliant is it if you're the only one who thinks it's funny? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I went through... You're, you're approaching this very scientifically. Well, I... I, I yeah, and he's a scientist. I really... <laughs> I, I wanted... 
I wanted to do well, and I wanted well, to showcase what I could do. And, so, and you did do well. Thanks. Uh, the, so, so because of things, because uh, I like a lot of the folks working there are running around. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I when you, unfortunately I missed yours. I was outside of the room. Um, but, I got it on video. Don't you worry about that. Oh, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But but the point is, is that I the, the crowd went wild. Yeah. You could hear that from way so far away. I really worked on end a lot because I had some. I tried to mix up complicated multisyllabic puns with easy low hanging fruit type puns. <laughs> so like when I said. Uh, you know, I meet this guy, Chuck. He looks like John Ham, but Butcher. Those are really easy <laughs> puns, but anyone would laugh at that. But then I had harder ones, like, um, you know, why he made fun of me for not going barefoot. I'm prosciutto. Like, things like that. Why should he care what I wear below knee? Like, those were more complicated, so then I wanted to end it at, with something more accessible, rapid fire. She's so trying I put, to make ends meet. I did. Well, and I wanted... You know, I've watched a lot. Okay, I've watched a lot of the old ones, and if you really kind of rally the crowd at the end and do some rapid fire, quick puns, mm-hmm. people are really into that. So I, I worked very hard on this, and it went through a lot of iterations. My, my poor mom. I must have read it to her about thirty times. I mean, one night at one in the morning, I texted her, "You up?" Which is funny because my mom and that's she, a different kind of right. meet up and she, she was like what's wrong and I'm like more puns so how did how, uh, how did it feel when the audience I felt amazing so it's funny I must have gone slower than usual at the beginning of it I think because I paused for some laughs Mm. which Mm -hmm. I hadn't practiced with. So when the bell at 90 seconds went off, I know where I usually am, Mm -hmm. and I was not there yet. Mm -hmm. So I panicked for just a second in my head and had to speed up the rest because the last line is my favorite. And I actually think that worked to my advantage because people got into it when I was really fast at the end. Yeah, so, but I was nervous about that because I was maybe a sentence and a half further, or not as far along as I usually am at Mm -hmm. that point. The, the I really worked this time. Oh no, no, <laughs> clearly, yeah, and, I, and it pay, and it paid off Thank too. You. I, I think it was glaringly obvious. We had the third place clap off, and usually with the clap off, it's like, oh, okay, let's try it again, let's do it again, and then the, the MCs go and consult behind your back. Well, I think it was so and so, but with yours, yours was like the most absolute clear clap off ever. It, it and, felt really, it and, felt really good. And I, and I was talking to, I was talking to David Guggenheim afterwards. Like I mentioned scientific, you, you don't want to pack too many puns in there because you'll lose them Correct. because yeah. you have to have some space for people to absorb them and appreciate them. Otherwise right. you've wasted it. Well, correct. And, and if you do too much, too close together, people are still thinking about it yeah. by the time you've moved yeah. on. So I really experimented a lot. So I got lucky because I do a DC competition every quarter, and that happened to be a week and a half before the pun off. A punning they're, competition. A pun, oh, yeah. so you had like a, a test screening. I did have a test screening. So they're not as strict with the timing. That They say two to three minutes. It's not a, necessarily a pun crowd, so I knew I had to go It's like the off-Broadway slower. version of the pun-off. Well, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, they, they use the format of the pun-off. So I knew I would have to go slower and it would take longer, but I saw what people laughed at and what they didn't, and that was really helpful to me. So the timing just worked out yeah, great. You can only go so far with your mother. She's hard of all, right? Uh, Adam, uh, uh, what? Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your experience uh, at, the, at the last pinoff? All right. So I have sort of a funny story that I keep thinking back to. 
There's actually a lot about when I competed in pun slingers that was pretty new to me. So Pundemonium, which is the monthly pun slam in Seattle, it's a sort of similar format to the pun off and different in the same way because the, the, every competitor does both a punniest of show style thing with you have an hour to write a, a segment based on a category that you're given. And then the actual pun slingers event is two minutes timed. It's not judged. It's all a voice vote. It's not as defined. Right, exactly. Um, it I mean, there's no fights about what was a pun and what wasn't. If only. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that would be the, one of the most interesting bar fights I'll ever be, right. I'll ever be in. Uh, is that true? for all it's worth is not a pun. Yes, it is. <laughs> so so there, were, there were a few things. Like, I had a few days to sort of get my mind in the right mindset for what pun slingers was to expect. Uh, I was actually, I was at work earlier in the week and I was, and I was messaging with Gary uh, and he called me out a few times on things that, that I thought were puns, but weren't actually puns. They would have been accepted at pundemonium, but mm -hmm. Gary, you kind of were pretty blunt with me and you're like, that's not a pun that wouldn't fly. There's a strike. And I actually really appreciated it because it allowed me to reframe, which is how I somehow managed to survive round one. The funny thing is that I put my phone on do not disturb before we started because I wanted to make sure nobody texted me. I get back at the end of round one and actually the first thing that I do is I text my family group chat and they're all like super excited about how like, they're like, oh my God, you made it past round one. And my first thing is to at my mom, at my godmother, Sorry that that's how you found out about my new tattoo. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that was actually the first time, like, they have not seen this tattoo. I have done a great job of hiding it for four months. I got it at the end of January. So for our audience... Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll show a picture of it on the website. Well, but describe yeah. where it is and what it's of. So imagine if the Winter Soldier was Jewish. It's a Star of David on my left shoulder um, that inside uh, has the Hebrew letters Chet and Yud. It spells the Hebrew word Chai, which means life. So I made a pun on the word inside because the category was non-alcoholic beverages and we got onto a string of tea puns. There was an oolong one and then I made something that I was like, I actually, I said like, if there are any Jews in the room, like, uh, I want some. And then I lifted my, I lifted my sleeve up to show the tattoo and I was like, chai tea. <laughs> but the important part to know is it's spelled the same as chai tea. Right. Exactly. Uh, See, I and think so, people didn't know that. Yeah. And so when I, so, so then when I actually followed it up right afterwards and I was like, this is the first time my, my mom has that seen this. So Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was true. <laughs> I thought that was very cute. That's really good. That's, that's cool. Uh, ben, any uh, interesting anecdotes or uh, uh, something you want to talk about from the, the other the, day? The thing that marvels me, um, and, and Gary was is talking. Spider-Man and Stan Lee? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't watch those DCs throw the comic book books. Yeah. Um, and, and Gary mentioned this as well, is how passionate the people who come to the pun off, people come who don't even know anybody in the show, this in, in the competing. I noticed, and uh, spoiler alert, in the first round of Punslingers, when uh, Jersey Gwizdowski got uh, knocked out, which was a huge shock because he's one of the best punsters that I know of at the pun off, there was an audible gasp of amazement from the audience that this guy this this juggernaut had been knocked out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then apparently uh, i was told at the after party 
that apparently, and I missed it, but apparently the same kind of audible gasp was emitted when they were told that I actually wasn't competing yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I came into this thing just wanting to be around people who pun. I love puns, I always have. And it's just a fun thing for me. I never realized that this could be something that could turn people into a celebrity. A celebrity in a way. The the same ladies that Gary was talking about from Boston. Don't give it to me. He said, "Do you remember me? I, I, uh, I, 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 we took a picture. We take a picture every year. I saw you on CBS Sunday morning." <laughs> like, uh, Is that a better I, Boston accent than mine? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally remembered her because yeah, we do take our picture every year, and they're just so thrilled to be there. Just the just the fan base there, and just the response of people to these things. And when I was emceeing Punslingers, as much as it kind of gets a little bit when when the audience boos you for something they think mm-hmm. is a bad call the fact that they're actually doing that shows how passionate they are about mm-hmm. this right or wrong it's it's a wonderful thing in my opinion and 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 uh, i might be over uh what's the word i'm looking for um overthinking no well o- overweight Oh, wow. <laughs> Overbearing. That is true. <laughs> or no. just over. <laughs> no, but but seriously. Um, th- roger, Roger, over, over. <laughs> Watch over Victor, Victor. <laughs> have you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen a, a naked man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was in gym. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure that somewhere between the majority of and all of the jeering and booing is in love, right? I don't think there's anybody out there that actually hates Brian Oakley, right? <laughs> uh, um, well, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm picking on him. I know of at least one. Let's put it that <laughs> way. <laughs> well, but seriously. That's not me. I love Brian. I'm, I'm, I'm picking on him because, you know, when, when he makes a call, and I don't, he, he's made some controversial calls, but I don't think he's made any calls um, that are, you know, uh, objectively hardline wrong you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh and so and so he he says no i feed on this i feed on this you know because he's he's so certain uh of of his correctness the the uh, one of a handful of booze he got yesterday was on units of measurement was mm-hmm. that the yes, how it was yeah. so he he said we're not going to count fahrenheit because it's not a unit of measurement Degrees is the unit of measurement. Yet they had already counted Kelvin. Well, then, then that was and the problem. Cent- and is, centigrade they'd counted. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think part of that was the old "if the next person takes it, we take it." Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna write down for uh, a future episode to talk about the bone thing at length. Uh, but for purposes of this conversation, I would like very briefly just uh, to clue our audience in on what happened. It was the very last round. It uh-huh. was the finals. And it was between, who are the two contestants? Uh, Allison. Allison and Arun. Arun. Allison and Arun. Yeah. Uh, Arun has been a guest on this podcast uh, several times before. Uh, Allison, I don't really know her yet, so uh, I'm eager to meet, meet her. She's a hardcore domer. And so the, the topic was bones. The reason that was the last topic is because there's a finite number of bones in the body. And yet, quickly, the contestants came up with bone words that were not on the list of bones in the body. For example... Well, just- 
well, I don't remember the examples. I just uh, remember each one towards the end was controversial in yeah, some way, right. and it really took away the momentum of, yeah, of it, the end. It was a shame. Like, so like, like they would say breastbone, but sternum was actually on the list. Right. Breastbone right. wasn't. And then jawbone was one. It's, of it's, right. I actually have the list here, and they, and they printed this list out at the last minute because they wanted something to refer to, but it, it, it apparently was not a totally complete comprehensive list of all the bones, and that was the problem because when somebody punned on skull, they couldn't find skull on the list. Uh, and backbone, which of course is actually a, uh, a slang term for the spine, mm-hmm. uh, it, it should have been accepted, but it wasn't because it wasn't on the list. Uh, what you have on the list here, C2, C3, C4, <laughs> C5, <laughs> C6, nobody thought to do that. <laughs> okay, so so uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap up this discussion. Uh, uh, it, it was it was certainly a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, I, I was trying real hard not to make this negative, but it's worth knowing that it's something that you know some, things always come up, and it's things that we think about and try real hard not to let them uh, happen next year. Just, so, just add real quick, if I can. Um, one thing that Brian sometimes says to the audience when these controversies do come up is that someone does have to lose or else we're going to be there all night. And sometimes <laughs> and we they were. have to be more specific, <laughs> more uh, tight on some of these subjects because, you know, as much as we all love puns, we all like sleep as well. So that's a good way to wrap things up. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll all be cutting up. But Adam, unfortunately, has to go catch a flight. Yeah, I got to cut and run. <laughs> and uh, to which uh, Gary hilariously oh, responds. Well, Blade, well, Blade. But if you're taking the blades on the plane, <laughs> you're not going to get past the TSA. <laughs> All right. Well, Adam, it's been a pleasure. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to uh, hopefully being back next year. See you in a year. We are back with the Pun Slingers game. The topic is, well, in honor of uh, Adam in particular, but in honor of uh, last week's The Controversial Topics, the topic is Blades. Blades. You know, do you have a daughter? I do not. Well, if you did, you'd have to raise her. <laughs> wow. I'll let you get by with that one. There we go. Uh, right back at her. <laughs> Because <laughs> mum's mum's sword. <laughs> Do I have to a pay for this? A pay? A pay. A pay. Oh, a pay. oh wow. Okay, yeah. I I think this is a blade. Um, I like to live in a town and ville. Ooh, that was a pretty deep cut, lass. <laughs> you know, I love art class. I like to work with paint, but I like to work with Claymore. That was very glassy of you. This is just like it was last week when they had the big battle F of the punsters. <laughs> wow. I have to apologize for this one in, in advance, I guess, because I wish that people would stop. They're not, they're not stupid, so I wish people would start, stop making jokes about Polacks. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, uh, for our listeners, um, I would encourage you to come to the 2020 pun off. Uh, I want you to all come. <laughs> <laughs> you, you raise her spirits with that, didn't you? <laughs> 
Uh, when you get down to uh, uh, the beach, if you can find Raymond, you can go out on Ray Pier. Ah. Make puns about blades? Oh, guillotine is charged. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you know, people say a lot of things about me, but a lot of them are just a bunch of slice. Um, if you didn't get the vaccine for the thing that gives you spots as a kid, uh-huh. this is so bad, you're... Pocket knife. Pocket naive. Pocket knife. Oh, okay. Pocket naive. I got it. Oi. <laughs> when, whenever I'm at the beach and I feel the beach between the ends of my feet, I kind of, whoo, that's my santoku. Oh, wow. Is, is, that, is that a Japanese weapon? It's, you know, santoku is a type of, usually a kitchen knife. Oh, Where? right on the ragged edge there, wasn't it? <laughs> Where's my lunch? Um, oh, yeah, that guy serrated. <laughs> this is a, a good pairing here between the four of us. Pairing. Pairing. Yes. Knife. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knife guys finish last. That, right? was, that wasn't one of the complicated ones. <laughs> I, I, had a little, I was taking this little kid, uh, and uh, I took him to see a bunch of animals. And then the next day, I said... Where do you want he want to go today? He said, "Gen Zoo." Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, no, that's good. So we just had one of our panelists come back, Annika, and I think uh, it would be most fair if we change the topic. Would you like me to throw one out a wild card topic? Absolutely. Yeah. Go I, ahead. I, I, I invented a new topic last week, and it was too late to get it in, but I wanted to give it a kind of a test run. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit obscure, but. I want to go with biological functions. And this is not body parts. Mm -hmm. This is not organs. This is not um, diseases. It's biological functions. So, like, I took a 23andMe test, and it told me, yeah, European. (laughs) (laughs) If your sibling is dancing, you say, don't step on mitosis. Oh my! Uh, so okay. So if the <laughs> if if the rescue vehicle runs over you, it's a flatulence. <laughs> yeah, go. and all I can think of is bathroom stuff too. Like, go, go like there. my fine. my uh, my sister Catherine un- can't hear. She's my deaf Kate. <laughs> uh, a lot of the fantastic punters yesterday got standing ovulations. <laughs> no, I like this stuff. <laughs> This topic would be, in the words of uh, professional wrestling fans, to sweat! <laughs> you know, um, L. Frank Baum, people don't realize, was actually involved with the writing of a certain version of the Bible. Um, so if anybody's ever heard of Osmosis, that's where it came mm. from. I'm sorry to be gross again. Um, <laughs> my friend... Jack, who only exists on the internet, was not on time for our meeting, so... E-Jack, you late. (laughs) Sorry. At the after party from the pun-off last year, we were playing a game, and it was like, it's not me, it's you. I prefer my men straight. Mm. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. I'm not going to go with any of those bathroom functions. (laughs) I don't want to growth anybody out. (laughs) Gary, i got to be honest. This topic is really silly I was on the I, river this morning, and I was sweat. Yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went into this, this uh, family bathroom, this one of the unisex bathrooms that are all popping up with my sister. And she says, well, this is weird. How do I get 
privacy in here. I said, well, look, there's a peristalsis. Hmm. The Wicked Witch of the West yelled, I'm molting, I'm molting. <laughs> hey, that was a good joke. Stop shedding all over it. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to tell my, uh, my sister to make more, but I never metamorphosis I didn't like. <laughs> you know, um, I got into a very violent fight uh, with, uh, 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 with a sheep, and at the end we were both bleeding. <laughs> it, you know, there's, there's been a rash of uh, uh, skyscraper fires lately, but it's weird. They all only start on like floors 30 and above. It's the high burn rate. High burn rate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my cell phone was ringing. It was a aging goal. <laughs> aging. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that cell's dividing. <laughs> <laughs> When I want someone to come, I hurl a sphere at a big metal plate, and you hear the ball ding. Mm. Wasn't Um, good, but it was there. (laughs) My same sister, uh, um, I don't know if this uh, likes to wear animal hide on her. And when she left, I was like, bye for Kate. (laughs) <laughs> I, did, I did not find that appealing I was on an airplane Flying over Greece And I looked over to my companion And pointed out the window And said look I see Crete uh, Well a lot of people don't know this uh, I just became an auctioneer And uh, I'm looking for work I'm, uh, I, have, I had business cards made up And I, um, I started giving them out to people And I would say Maya card y'all in for auction <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, and I believe you had one of those, didn't yes, you? <laughs> in fart. <laughs> so uh, uh, at yesterday, or at the this most recent World Championships Panoff, uh, Toby mentioned his um, oolong, uh, and I, <laughs> I have yet to met a stick size that um, is... Too long for me. Metastic. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I, if you if you are in show business and you get a a, a good job, you can always expect your Asian is going to want ten percent. Uh, um, so. Uh, you know, the, the back in the old days, the um, pirates would say. Uh, you know, to go to go forth, they they would sally forth, right? Uh, but modern day pirates uh, often need to use an elevator, so they salivate. You know, if, <laughs> if you get turned on by boy bands, you might get one erection. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or five. You know? <laughs> you know, you know what's really annoying to me on a on a on a cold day when your dog comes up and, and pokes his nose at you and it's, you get nose wet no sweat I went with my uh, sister to this Vietnamese food restaurant and she was just heck bent on doing something against biblical laws and she got this order to foe to synthesis <laughs> I think that's a, called a Lego pun <laughs> Henry VIII was a big guy he was not a thinking Thinking. Wow. Oh, uh, <laughs> so. 
<laughs> oh, this is going to be a good one. I'm waiting. I, I have an immaculate conception. <laughs> So <laughs> he was uh, uh, un- un- undressing her uh, with his orbs, <laughs> and she got pregnant, and he had fertile eyes. <laughs> so is this when we die jesting? I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I, no I, it's snot. <laughs> snot is... So what is it called it's, when your nose is it, running? It's, uh, <laughs> Post nasal drip. But basically, we're basically we're talking about verbs, mm-hmm. right? I think for the most part, if, well, if you can, if you can verb. make a verb, yeah. But it's not this, in this in this context. Right, we're starting to get but, swallowing in our own self pity. Yeah, right. but, but, but I was I was thinking of, thinking about your 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 dream there, and I and sometimes I have wit dreams oh, no. when I when I when I make make, pun, make puns in, in my in my sleep, and sometimes sometimes in the afternoon if I don't have. Time to, if I don't have time for a full-blown wit dream, I just take a little synapse. My, 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 my from fired up all my synapses. Gary, yeah. you're pretty handsome. You're an eight. <laughs> yeah, he's he's nice and sneezy. Yeah, but no, but the but women still don't like me. They they, they do a urinate shun. <laughs> Uh, on the other hand, that uh, makes me number one. <laughs> oh. That's how he tenses up. Well, in uh, in France, they like to uh, they like to eat exotic foods, uh, and they like to barbecue and grill them. Especially when they like to char le horse. <laughs> I heard Charlie horse as the verb as well. <laughs> well, no, you have a Charlie horse, but it means you're. Charlie is horsing, right? Uh, uh, that's, that's uh, are you calling a, Are you calling me a geek, a dweeb, a spasm? I don't know. What you're <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch their own. Oh, Twitch. Tick, 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 tick. Well, we're all good friends here. Even if I make fun of you, you know that digest. Oh, that could have been so much better. Uh, Maybe you said it with a different arrhythmia. (laughs) (laughs) I just moved into a new neighborhood, and I wanted to get in with the law enforcement, you know, so they could, you know, be good to me if they ever caught me, or, you know, they could could help me out if I need them. So, you know, I I just tried to relate to them. Uh, uh, It was a copulate. Yeah, I asked this. Uh, I asked this French person what they had for dinner, and she was she was vegetarian, and she liked zucchini. But of course, they don't call it zucchini in France. So uh, I asked her what she had. She says three courgettes. Oh, okay. <laughs> People sometimes ask me if I ever won the pun off. I said, "Yes, I have atrophy at home." <laughs> well, I've admit that uh, it's a hard topic to think of anything more on. Who are you calling a moron? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think it's I think it's got some merit. I think we might might want to play it on the puny page sometime and and see if we can uh, get some people to you know to focus in on on those parameters and not go too too far beyond. But on the puny page, you can't really police it. So listeners, help us out. Uh, open your web browser to facebook.com/slash puny page. That's P-U-N-Y-P-A-G-E, and you can help us out with uh, that topic and other topics as well. We're going to go ahead and take a break, uh, but when we come back, we will be walking with a slow gait. 
And we are back. Uh, we're going to give y'all sage advice about something that is important to you know, probably about half the people in the United States and uh, even more outside the United States. But before we get into that, uh, I want to get some plugs out of the way. Uh, Annika Eagle, tell us uh, where we can find you and your projects in the future. Thanks, Aaron. So I'm based in Spokane, Washington, and I run the Punderground, which is a punning competition, uh, improvised punning competition, and it happens the fourth Thursday of every month, alternating between the downtown Spokane Public Library and Boots Bakery and Lounge. And then you can also catch me sometimes performing, but always writing for the sketch comedy, late night comedy show, Lilac City Live. Uh, and that's the third Thursday of every month, although there's a break in the summer. Are there um, videos of that show? There are. Uh, are there any specific ones that we can attribute to your writing talents? Uh, you know, I'm not sure where they currently exist. We have our like uh, community access television records them, mm -hmm. and I've yet to see them. But I joined about two months ago. Um, this this coming week, I'm not sure when this is airing, uh, so uh, the Thursday after May 12th, um, <laughs> I will be performing in a kind of an improvised, half-written, half-improvised -impro musical number that opens it up, and then I will be the voice and the mouth of the couch that's going to be interviewed, um, and then the jokes have been written by me, the, <laughs> the couch jokes, puns, they're really all puns. And Ben Zeke. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, July 27th, emanating from beautiful downtown Glendale, California, Home Game Entertainment, one of the co uh, company that I helped uh, found a while back, will be hosting its 2019 edition of the 25-hour game show Throwdown. Uh, we will be playing 25 hours of your favorite game shows, uh, game shows you may have forgotten about, game shows you may have never known about. Uh, we're going to be playing them. We'll be streaming it live on Twitch. If you can be there in person, great. Uh, and uh, we'll be taking donations in the room at the, at the Hyatt Place in Glendale where we're going to be hand in hand having this and online uh, through Extra Life. Uh, and all the proceeds are going to Children's Miracle Network hospitals across the country. Hmm. The shows that I'm hosting are Blockbusters and Concentration. And uh, if you donate during those times, that money will go to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Uh, also, if you're in the Orange County area of California, come and check me out at Orange County Championship Wrestling. I am the ring announcer, Lex Icon. Uh, you can find us out look on Facebook at Orange County Championship Wrestling on Facebook. And we'll hope to see you at the matches. You're a busy guy. Hmm. All right. And Erica Etten. Let's see. Well, I uh, every Monday... I, uh, I post a topic on Facebook. I call it Monday Pun Day. And uh, I start everyone off with a pun on whatever topic that might be. And then all day long, people pun. And I award a big winner, which, you know, that person gets nothing. You get kudos. <laughs> um, but, you know, apparently kudos mean a lot to people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they especially do. the granola bar they company. Do. So you're welcome to send me a message, a Facebook message, if you want me to tag you. Excellent. Oh, my name. Oh, well, you got it. Erica Etten, E-T-T-I-N. Precisely, yeah. And you can find that in the show notes as well. Uh, do you have anything, Gary? 
Uh, as usual, I have an apartment for rent, uh, so anyone for tenants? It's the least I can do. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I will say this. So school's out in uh, just a couple of weeks, and if you happen to live in the Austin area, uh, we still have some slots open for the summer camp that I um own slash run slash have various types of involvement with along with other a lot of other people called fantastic magic camp we teach kids magic juggling and puppetry uh, and i would encourage you to go to magiccamp.com as we record this what we have sold out at least one session and probably more um, i, I want to add that we also have a new camp um, so if you have real young kids five or six years old we're going to have a special camp at a different location down the street just for them uh, so again magiccamp.com and um, uh, you know you can even shoot me an email at aaron at punintensive.com if you have any questions about it or maybe i can give you a little discount uh, okay i think that is everybody so we we are going to leave our audience with some very, very good advice. In fact, probably the best advice you're going to hear for the rest of your life, uh, specifically involved with pet care. For example, you guys need to be careful when you're feeding your pet pig on a platform. Uh, make sure that he doesn't fall trough. Uh, <laughs> when Gary does... <laughs> <laughs> Does a boom boom? You know it was bad. It's just his style. Oh. <laughs> and uh, uh, Annika Eagle. Yeah. So for all of you that are taking care of those geriatric cats, make sure when you pick up their medicine with the braille to feel line by line. Ooh. Not miss anything. Nice, nice. And uh, <laughs> Ben Zeke. If uh, you buy a parrot and it talks too much incessantly and you're just tired of it talking too much, bring it back to the pet store and trade it in for a parakeet. <laughs> no, no purchase necessary? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Erica Etten? If you're nervous about getting your first dog, as I was, just take a pause, breathe, and um, will you be good? Yeah, I, I think you just mutt. <laughs> and Gary Halleck? Oh, well, speaking of shameless pugs, I have a pug, <laughs> and he's really fat, and I was thinking about putting him on a diet, and I misread the instructions, and I tried to diet. Uh, oh, no. But, uh, it's, so so I, went, I went, down, went down the road to, to where there's these, these old, old soldiers that run a, a vet clinic down the, down the road there uh, in the vet, vet, veterinary area. Uh, <laughs> You know what they say, old soldiers never die. <laughs> oh. Did you see that on the Kibble News the other day? I knew it. On Kibble News. There's, a, there's, a tri there's a cult of people who, who die, and it's called the Diet Tribe. <laughs> and I'm Aaron Faisal. I'm signing off with the catchphrase. Good night, and see you next week. Bye.